Hi everyone, thank you for tuning into Yoga Sesh today. I have a short session today that was inspired by my close friend who is a professional ballet dancer. She reached out to me and she asked if I could do a yoga sesh that was focused on stretching as well as strengthening the neck and the shoulder area. As a dancer, she said she gives her legs a lot of attention but then neglects her upper body. And I used to be a ballet dancer for a long time when I was growing up and in school. And I remember how much tension I held in my neck and my upper body. So it didn't surprise me when she made this request. And I do think it's relevant to more people than just dancers. The neck and the shoulder area is a place of chronic tension for a lot of us. And we have a lot of bad habits when it comes to the patterning that we have in our neck and our shoulders. And that comes mostly from technology and driving and those sorts of things. This practice today is gonna be aimed at stretching the neck, giving you relief and opening through the neck space, and then finding movement in the shoulders. And that relates to the movement down in your elbows, your wrists, and your fingers as well. We'll do some strengthening techniques, which will also build heat in the body. And that heat is a great way to then help in turn soften parts of the body. So what you'll notice today is that there will be spaces where we're really building heat and strength. And then after those spaces, we'll go into something that is more of a stretch and more of a release. And the heat creates um, a deeper release for us. All right, roll out your mat if you haven't already. And we're gonna start standing up today. Come to stand at the top of your mat and have your feet about hip width. They can even be wider. You're in a relaxed stance. Extend your right hand forward with your palm facing up. Now grab a hold of your right pinky finger with your left hand and pull your pinky down and back. Now move your grip to your ring finger. Pull your ring finger down and back. Stretch open your palm, the inside of your wrist, and the inner seam of your forearm. Grab a hold of your middle finger, draw down and then back. Notice if you have any tension perking up in your neck and try to soften your neck and your shoulders. Pull back on your index finger. Then move over to your thumb. This one's a little bit tricky. You wanna pull down on your thumb and then under and towards your nose. So the line of your thumb would go underneath your forearm and then up towards your nose. Release that hand and then turn your left palm to face up in front of you. Lightly grab a hold of your pinky finger and draw your pinky down and back. Each of your fingers has a corresponding forearm muscle. So as we move through the fingers, you might notice that the sensation perks up in a slightly different spot along your forearm. Move to your ring finger. Your middle finger. Soften your jaw and you can close your eyes. That will help you soften the back of your skull and your neck. Your index finger, draw it down and back. And finally, your thumb. Draw down 
under a little bit and towards your nose. Elbow is near straight. And release your hand. To release a little more through your wrists, interlace your fingers together and start to roll out your wrists. You can go in circles, you can go front to back and side to side. And little snap crackle pops in the joint is just fine. You're releasing air from the joint. And release the interlaced fingers. Extend your hands forward, palms facing up. Spread your fingers really wide here while your elbows are straight. Then we'll do an imaginary bicep curl, imaginary meaning there's no weights. As you exhale, bend your elbows, squeeze your hands into fists, and bring your fists towards your shoulders. Inhale, reach your hands forward, spread your fingers, elbows straighten. Exhale, make fists, bend your elbows, bicep curl. Inhale, extend your elbows, spread your fingers. Two more times, exhale, bend your elbows, clench your fists. Inhale, extend your elbows, spread your fingers. Exhale, bicep curl. Inhale, straighten your arms. Release your arms by your sides and take a few shoulder shrugs. Draw your shoulders up, back, and down. Find a wall somewhere in your house that you have a good amount of space because we're going to put our hands up on the wall and move the hand around. I call this the shoulder clock. Come so that your right hip is facing the wall and you should have about 10 to 12 inches between your hips and the wall. Put your right palm on the wall at 12 o'clock. Reach up high so that your elbow is straight. Spread your fingers. Gently press your palm into the wall and notice if your index knuckle is popping up. See if you can root that down. Start to breathe here in a way that helps you soften and relax around the edges. Ujjayi breathing can be really effective at releasing and softening tension. To do Ujjayi breath, you'll gently contract your throat, breathe in through your nose, and slowly out through your nose with that same sweet contraction in your throat so that your breath has texture as it moves through a slightly narrowed passageway. Move your right hand back so that it's at about one o'clock. Keep spreading your fingers. Notice how the intensity might have changed as you change the position of your arm. And it's normal to feel a lot of sensation going all the way from the fingertips along the inner seam of the arm into the shoulders. Notice if you have any neck tension and try to soften your neck. Move your right hand back to two o'clock. And for a lot of us, this is a spot that's in particularly intense. You might want to close your eyes and your eyes are actually operating from the back and the base of your skull, your occipital lobes. So if you close your eyes, you can relax through the back of your skull and the back of your neck more. Last phase of this clock, move your hand back to three o'clock. If you don't have enough sensation, you'll move a little closer to the wall. If you have way too much sensation, then you step a little bit away from the wall. Use your breath as a soothing mechanism. We'll retrace our steps nice and slowly. Bring your right hand up to two o'clock. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. 
Move your right hand up to one o'clock. Spread fingers. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Bring your hand up to 12 o'clock. One more breath. Release your hand from the wall. Spin around so now your left hip is facing the wall. Again, 10 to 12 inches between your hip and the wall. Extend your left hand straight up towards 12 o'clock and spread your fingers. While you're here, soften your shoulders down from your ears. Root your index knuckle. Perhaps you close your eyes. Notice the sensation that you have here. It might not be as strong as some of the other positions, but there's still a lot to pick up on. Bring your left hand back so it's at 11 o'clock. Notice sensation and if it's necessary, move a little bit away from the wall to relieve the tension or move a little bit closer to the wall to find sensation. Bring your left hand back to 10 o'clock. Notice if your hips are spinning with your arm and gently move your left hip a little bit forward in space. Move your left hand back to nine o'clock. Guide your breath with mental imagery into the place of your body with the most sensation. And if there's a lot of sensation across the entire inner seam of the arm, then you can imagine that the breath is washing over that space, like warm salt water, soothing the muscles, soothing the tissues. Reverse your pathway, bring your left hand up to 10 o'clock. Deep breath in, long breath out. Move your hand up to 11 o'clock. Breath in, breath out. Move your hand up to 12 o'clock. Last breath, soften your shoulders down from your ears. And release your hand from the wall. Slowly walk back to the top of your mat We'll find more flow now to bring heat more evenly throughout your entire body. But before we start Surya Namaskara A, check in here and notice where there's heat in your body. How these simple stretches and these simple joint movements can start to improve your circulation and enliven your prana or your chi, the life force that animates you. For now, have your feet hip width underneath you. Bend your knees and push your feet firmly into the mat so that when you straighten your legs, your leg muscles are toned. Turn your palms forward and turn your thumbs back. Feel your shoulder blades engage a little bit to open through your chest. Take an exhale here in Tadasana Mountain Pose. As you inhale, sweep your arms wide and up and over your head. Lift your gaze as your palms touch. Exhale, hinge at your hips, put a little bend in your knees and swan dive forward into a forward fold. Inhale to halfway lift, pull your hands up your shins and pull your heart forward. Exhale, step back to plank pose. Stay in your plank as you inhale and grip your fingertips. 
look forward towards the baseboard in front of you, if there is a baseboard. And if there isn't, look forward a little more than you're used to so the back of your neck gets stronger. Now exhale, slowly lower all the way down to your mat. Press the tops of your feet down. Inhale, cobra pose. Pull your chest forward and then up. Squeeze shoulder blades. Exhale, flow all the way back to downward facing dog using a transition like knee plank or high plank. Take a deep breath in downward facing dog and an open mouth exhale here. Again, deep breath in through nose. Open mouth exhale, you can let out a sigh as you go. Ah. Ujjayi breathing in through your nose, gentle contraction of throat, out through your nose. Lift your heels up high, stretch the soles of your feet, bend your knees, look forward and at the bottom of your exhale, step or hop forward, land with feet hip width distance. Inhale, halfway lift, hands to shins. Exhale, forward fold, release your head and your hands. Come to standing, inhale, Urdhva Hastasana, palms touch, gaze lifts. Push your arms down by your sides as you exhale, reach the crown of your head up. We go again, inhale, sweep your arms wide and up. Exhale, hinge at your hips, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, step back to plank pose. Stay in plank as you inhale. Grip your fingertips and engage your thigh muscles. Look forward more than you usually do. Shift forward, lower all the way down. Inhale, cobra pose. Draw your shoulders down from your ears. Exhale, flow back to downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Three breaths in downward facing dog. You can continue with ujjayi breath, or when it feels right for you, you can allow for open mouth exhales. Open mouth exhales are a great way to release heat from your body as well as tension. In down dog, lift your heels up high, bend your knees, look forward more towards the baseboard. So you're looking more forward than you usually do. And at the bottom of your next exhale, step or hop forward. Inhale, halfway lift, Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, forward fold, Uttanasana. All the way up, reverse swan dive. Inhale, sweep arms overhead, Urdhva Hastasana. Push the air down, arms by your sides. Exhale to Tadasana. Last time, inhale, sweep your arms up. Urdhva Hastasana, palms touch. Exhale, hinge at your hips, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, plank pose. Stay in plank, build a little bit of strength here. Pull your low belly up. Exhale, lower all the way down to your mat. Maybe your cobra is going a little higher as your spine gets warmer. Inhale, pull chest forward. Ground through your hips and your legs. Exhale, take it home to downward facing dog. Three breaths in down dog. Push your hands into your mat like you're trying to shove your mat forward and out from underneath you. 
Squeeze your forearms towards each other, which will encourage your elbows to straighten and your arms to lengthen. And then your side bodies can't help but lengthen out of your arms. Keep lifting your hips off of your rib cage. Take one more breath here. From Downward Facing Dog, set your knees down and come to sit back on your heels or on a block for seated Virasana. We're going to sit here for a few minutes, so if you've got any scar tissue in your knees or a current knee injury, please sit up on a block or you can switch it up and do cross legs position. In your Virasana, we'll take a mudra today called Usha's Mudra. To do this mudra, you'll gently interlace your fingers and then bring the tips of your thumbs to touch. Now rest this basket down in your lap so that your palms are facing up. Relax through your elbows and through your shoulders. Let your eyelids close or your gaze drop downwards to focus on one point. Notice your breathing here. Usha's mudra is called Gesture of the Dawn. And it's a mudra that's dedicated to opening you to new possibilities. It opens up the front line of the body so you can breathe really deeply. When you breathe in, allow your belly to expand out like a broad Buddha belly, your chest to expand and your collarbones to lift slightly. And as you exhale, allow your belly to soften back a little, rib cage softens in. Continue to breathe deeply. This mudra helps you cultivate a positive attitude and it supports your ability to be present. And as you become present, you're filled with a sense of curiosity and acceptance for the mystery that is life in every moment. Let go of your expectations for yourself, for people around you. Release judgment, judgment that you're directing towards yourself or towards others. Allow for an organic sense of appreciation to fill you for this moment and for the opportunities you have right now. As you come into this space of appreciation, your talents and all of your possibilities can unfold more naturally. Let this mudra bring you into a state of well-being, vitality, creativity, and equanimity. Focus on your breath. Slowly lift your eyelids, blink to let the light filter back in. Notice this state of balance where you have equal parts relaxation and calm with the more energized, more alert feeling. We're going to do our best to keep this state of equanimity with us while we do some things that are more challenging and more heat building. 
From here, come into Anahatasana. So you'll come into a tabletop position. Tuck your toes under and keep your hips over your knees. Walk your hands out and come to all 10 fingertips so your palms are cupped upwards and the backs of your wrists are stretching up towards the sky. Bow your forehead and your heart towards the mat. Some people call this puppy dog pose, but anahata is translated as the heart pose. So there's a lot of heart opening here. Feel the heart dropping down towards your mat. Feel your armpits stretching wide and open. Continue to root all 10 fingertips and straighten through your elbows by hugging your forearms towards each other here. Take another breath and soften your upper back down so the thoracic spine can melt a little bit more. From Anahatasana, we shift into forearm plank. Set each of your elbows down. You can either have your forearms parallel, like the number 11, or you can interlace your fingers. Step your feet back so that you can lift your knees and push your elbows down and forward to maintain your forearm plank. You're gonna be in forearm plank for about a minute. And notice how it goes from being pretty simple to being challenging. You might even notice that there's some drama that starts to come up in your mind. If you notice the drama, see if you can return to that state of equanimity and acceptance and curiosity. Continue to engage your legs a lot. Push your heels backwards. Ground your elbows down and slightly forward. Set your gaze a little bit in front of you in the space between your thumbs. Steady out your breathing so that inhales and exhales are of equal length. You are doing so well, your mind will give up faster than your body, so push your body and your mind through the rest of this hold. You have about 10 more seconds. Take one more breath. Slowly lower your pelvis down for Sphinx Pose. If your fingers were interlaced, please separate them. Grip your fingertips. Make sure that your elbows are right below your shoulders. Now first, collapse your chest like way too much so your shoulders get all bunchy towards your ears. Do the exact opposite. Push your elbows down, reach the crown of your head up, and then your trapezius muscle bulges. And now find the middle ground. Soften your chest a little bit towards the earth. Wrap the heads of your arm bones back so shoulder blades lightly squeeze. With the neutral gaze, start to move your head over to the right. Notice if your left shoulder turned with you and pin your left shoulder back. Go ahead and turn your head a little bit more to the right to stretch the side of your neck. Move your head back through the center. Turn your head to the left. Pin your right shoulder back. Turn your head to the left a tiny bit more. Come back to center. Stack your hands and bring your forehead down on your hands so your elbows are wide. Bend your knees. Windshield wiper your legs. Let your feet drop right and left and your hips wiggle a little bit with your legs. Re-extend your feet, slide your hands under your shoulders, 
and push back through child's pose just to transition one breath here forehead rests and then lift your head up sit back on your heels or your block reassume usha's mudra interlace your fingers bring the tips of your thumbs to touch rest your hands in your lap palms face up soften your gaze and shut down your eyes and notice what's moving inside of you where there's heat in your body where your breath is naturally flowing Let the blood continue to drop out of your head down into your heart. And if you went out of a state of equanimity, let equanimity return. So there's a balance or an evenness between your inhale and your exhale. And you have equal parts calm and alertness. Again, we try to carry this balance with us into more challenging situations. So let your eyelids lift, take the light in, and then set up for dolphin pose. Interlace your fingers, set your elbows down below your shoulders. Most of the time people go a little bit wide on this one. So one way to test your setup is to grab opposite elbows and the width that your elbows are here is how your elbows should be when you set up dolphin. So keep your elbows this width and interlace your fingers. Curl your toes under, lift your hips, lift your knees and stretch into dolphin pose. For this dolphin pose, have your feet a little bit wider than your hips and walk your feet forward so your hips are lifting up over your shoulders. Slacken your hamstrings by bending your knees a little bit. This pose is not about your hamstrings. What it's about is building strength and flexibility in your shoulder girdle. So with the knees slightly bent, you'll have a greater ability to lift your sit bones high and move your chest back in space. Push your elbows down and forward like you're shoving the mat forward. And the space that you want to open is the armpit chest. You are going to stay here for a little while longer. So find a sustainable amount of effort where you know you're doing something, but you're not overexerting. And then I know from my own experience that this can bring a lot of tension into the neck. See if you can let your head drop down. So your shoulder girdle is doing work, but your neck is trying to find softness. Stay with it. Keep moving your chest back. Don't let your shoulders drift forward. Intone the muscles of your legs. Take some weight into your legs. Stay with it. 10 more seconds. You've got this. Can you relax your face? and release to embryo. Bring your knees together, your forehead down to the mat, arms by your sides. Roll your forehead side to side on the mat. Stimulate the third eye center or the intuitive center. And then nice and slowly, 
Come back to seated Virasana. Lift your chest and your head up. And take Usha's Mudra again. Fingers interlaced. Thumbs touch. Hands in your lap. Now we feel a lot of heat and awareness in the shoulder girdle. And we're gonna do a series of neck releases here. You just wanna make sure you're in a comfortable seat because we'll be here for a little while. You can put a block underneath your hips or a blanket or you can switch to cross legs. First, bring your hands palms down on your thighs, very neutral position, and slowly turn your head to the right. Move your head back through the center and turn your head to the left. You'll do this twice more on each side, just exploring your range of motion. You might notice that you can turn your head more easily in one direction. You might also notice that simply turning your head creates a stretching sensation in the muscles in your neck. After you've turned your head to the left one more time, bring your head back to neutral. Drop your chin down into your chest. Let the back of your neck release and start to breathe consciously here. Notice the urge and the pattern to want to hold your head up in some way and focus on letting go of your head, breath by breath. Soften the base of your skull. Soften your eyeballs back into the eye sockets. One more breath here. Slowly lift your head back up to neutral. Interlace your hands at the base of your skull. Your hands are here to support your head. You can wrap your elbows in a little bit. Start to lean your head back into your hands and then bring your head back up to neutral. And you'll dip your head back a couple of times. Know that dropping your head back is designed to trigger the fight or flight system. So you wanna work with being calm even in this physiological state of more arousal and more excitement. Bring your head back up to neutral. Drop your chin down towards your chest and roll your right ear towards your right shoulder. For a lot of us, there's a lot happening in this pose. See if you can soften through breath. Roll your chin through the center and drift left ear towards left shoulder. Roll your chin through center, right ear towards right shoulder, and then we'll stay here for some more time. If you haven't, close your eyes. Remember that closing your eyes helps you soften in the back of your neck. Soften across your face. And then this is a very light touch. Bring your right hand lightly to the top of your left shoulder. And just that gentle touch can help encourage your left shoulder to drop down away from the side of your neck. Stay here and imagine that you had gills on the side of your neck. Like a fish, you breathe through these gills.
Keep your head where it is and take your right hand off of your shoulder. Roll your chin down through the center and start to move left ear towards left shoulder. With a light touch, bring your left palm to the cap of your right shoulder. And maybe it's just the skin that moves. Let the skin on top of your right shoulder move down and away from the side of your neck. Visualize breathing through your neck. Find a sense of calm even when sensation is high. Release your left hand from your shoulder. Slowly roll your chin back to center. And then so slowly start to lift your head back up to neutral. Continue to breathe. Try not to make any big movements and notice what's happening. Sometimes the release is more intense than being in the pose. If your eyes were closed, open your eyes and we'll shift into a different seated position. Go Makasana legs, the cow face legs. Come onto your sitting bones and bring your right leg over your left. Stack your knees, you can widen your feet, and then notice if your right hip is lifted and drop your right hip down. If this is a tighter position for you, you can slip a blanket or a block underneath your hips, or a great modification is to extend your bottom leg forward so your left leg will be straight, toes flexed up towards sky, and you can stack your right knee on top of your left from here and widen the right foot out to the left side of the mat. Once you have this, inhale, sweep your arms over your head. Exhale, sweep your right arm underneath your left for eagle arms. Either press your palms together or press the backs of your hands together. Move your elbows forward and up. And notice the stretching sensation that's happening between your shoulder blades. You have some interesting muscles that attach your shoulder blades to the back of your ribs. You might have a feel for that here, the muscles underneath your scapula. Again, you can close your eyes and feel the juxtaposition of your elbows rising and your shoulders dropping. Deepen your breathing and find that equal breath that you found when you were in Usha's Mudra. Soften your bottom jaw. Take another breath that is deep and let your breath go into your back body just as much as your front body. And slowly unwind your arms and unwind your legs. You can give your feet a little point flex and roll out your ankles. Now set up on the other side, Gomakasana legs, left leg on top. Do your best to stack your left knee over the right 
and widen your feet out and you can pull your ankles a little forward. Notice if the left hip has cocked up and drop your left hip down, get grounded through both of your sitting bones. Option to modify with your right leg straight, kick your right heel forward towards the front of the mat so you have a straight right knee if you're doing that one. Inhale, sweep your arms over your head. Exhale, swing your left arm underneath your right eagle arms. Press your hands together. Move your elbows forward and up. And your task is to get soft in the areas that you can get soft in here. So see if you can soften the base of your neck, the back of your neck up towards the skull, the skin that wraps around your skull, and then soften the skin around your eyes so that any little wrinkles in the skin start to spread. And relax through your jaw. You can actually find more of a soft face by lifting the corners of your lips up. And this is not to give you a fake smile. This actually has the effect of bringing you into a softer, more contented space. Let your tongue drop down away from the roof of your mouth. For two more breaths, see if you can draw your elbows a little more up and forward and pull your fingers forward. Unwind your arms. Unwind your legs. To change things up a little bit, come to laying on your stomach, a prone position. Take your arms straight out to a T-shape. Now bend your right knee and roll onto your left side so that you can tap your right foot outside of your mat, creating a lot of stretching sensation across the left side of your chest, shoulder, and inner arm. And you can push your right fingertips into the earth to roll open more or you can reach your right hand back as if it were searching for your left hand. And I encourage you to explore how different positions of your right arm create different sensation. And see if you can keep your head resting on the floor. And if it's not quite there, then you can slip a blanket or even a book underneath your head so you have a little more support the floor comes to you. Roll out of this so that you come back onto your belly. Make sure your arms are in a T-shape to start, right elbow straight. Bend your left knee and roll onto your right side. Tap your left foot outside of the mat. Your feet can help guide you to open your chest as well as your left hand. Maybe you start with pushing your fingertips down. Roll the left side of your chest open. Keep your head resting. and reach around with your left hand. Move your left arm around. Notice if this side is less intense or more intense than the first side. And 
and roll back onto your belly. Once you come onto your belly, goal post your arms so that you have your palms down and your elbows bent. Bring your forehead to the mat. When you're in this position, for some of us, the nose gets pressed down in such a way that it actually opens up the nasal cavities and allows a deeper breath to come in. So breathe here, and it's just like those little strips that football players wear to breathe more deeply while they're playing. You've got that gentle pressure on your nose to open the nasal passage. And if that's not what your experience is like, that's okay too. We all have different shaped noses. From here, I'd like for you to do this very consciously so it's not too stirring. Slowly come onto your back, super, super slow, conscious movement. And once you come onto your back, you're going to want to have a block within hand's reach for supported bridge. Go ahead and bend your knees and put your feet on the mat about hip width. Bring your fingers down to touch your heels. You might need to pull your feet a little closer. Ground your feet down and start to lift your hips up, reach your knees forward. Now that you have your hips up, grab your block, put your block underneath your sacrum. It can be on low, medium, or high height. It should be something that you can relax into with comfort and ease. Now that the block is supporting you, wrap each of your shoulder blades onto your back. You can start by flipping your palms up and turning your thumbs down towards the floor. Feel how your chest opens in this space. If this is an open position for you and you can easily access interlacing your fingers, go ahead and interlace your fingers around your block. Allow all of the weight of your hips to rest on your block and allow your breathing to fill your front body. So each inhale, the belly spreads, the chest spreads. And each exhale, there is a deep level of relaxation that starts to wash through your entire being. Option to stay exactly where you are, or for block stand, bring your big toes to touch, and bring one knee towards your chest so your foot comes off the mat, and bring the other knee towards your chest so now both feet are off the mat. Extend your feet towards the sky, and if you notice that any strain or toning in your abdomen starts to happen, then that's a sign you should put your feet back down. We want to be in a very restorative, relaxed state here. If your feet are comfortably in the air, stay here and notice the sensations that come with the blood trickling down your legs and returning back to the heart space. If your feet are up in the air, bend your knees and set each foot down. Start to press the soles of your feet into the blocks. Feel your glutes engage a little. Lift your hips off of the block. Move the block. Lower your hips down nice and slow. Supta Baddha Konasana. Bring the soles of your feet together. Let your knees fall open. Place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your low belly. And you have the option to complete your practice, have your final resting position be this one. 
if it feels right for you to extend your legs and open your arms to the more classical pentacle position of Shavasana, please go there now. Let every layer of your being relax. Let your flesh and your bones sink down. Let all of the liquid and the air inside of your body start to settle in its movement. Let your mind go to a quiet space. And let your spirit go wherever it wants to, uninhibited. Call your spirit back into your body. 
by deepening your breath. Welcome the awakening of your prana or your chi, the subtle energy that gives you life and animation. Feel that energy coursing through every cell within you. Allow your physical body to slowly awaken with small movements. Let your head roll from side to side. Stretch your arms over your head like you're waking in the morning. Bend your knees, roll to one side, and rest here for a breath. Use your top arm, ease your way up to a seated position. And interlace your fingers for Usha's Mudra. Tips of your thumbs touch. Rest the backs of your hands in your lap. Relaxed elbows, relaxed shoulders. The gesture of the dawn. You are open to new possibilities. You can appreciate this moment. You have vitality and creativity and infinite opportunities. Stay open and stay curious. Take one breath to be entirely with yourself in this moment. And to close your practice, let your head drop into your heart and your heart lift into your head. And bow forward over your legs. And close your practice by acknowledging the people that might have been practicing at the very same moment as you, but in a different place. Namaste.